Hey guys, it's Michael. Just wanted to give you a brief heads up that there will be some audio issues at the start of this podcast, but trust me, we figured it out very quickly and it will not go on for the entire show. So I apologize and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to the Stark Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel and Star Wars. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. Today, we are recapping Tales of the Jedi, specifically the Dooku episodes, in full spoiler detail. So if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. And I'm here with my favorite Yaddle supporter. It's Tommy Pizzullo. Tommy, how are you? Justice for Yaddle! Uh, hey, I am good, and I'm because I am starting a movement, Michael. I'm going to clean up these podcasting streets because we need, I thought podcasters were all, you know, doing the righteous thing, but they're just puppets to the, the giant podcast Senate. We got to tear them down, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hear that. Speaking of, uh, of, of podcasters, here's the thing. I mean, I got called out. I know Latanya was on with me for uh, Andor. Latanya called me out. Latanya said, because, you know, typically when I have a guest on, I have them introduce themselves. And Latanya said that maybe I should consider uh, introducing the guests uh, for them. What do you think about that? Should I do that? Like give titles like like uh, Daenerys, just like the full. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> well, I've, we, had, we do have a guest today and I have the titles prepared. Um, I'd like to introduce you guys to Notable Family Man wedding dj co-host of the new dad newer dad podcast as well as the how you doing podcast it is one of our great star wars correspondents eric smith eric how's it going i'm i'm good how are you how was that intro did i do okay that was great like everything that just happened was so much more energy than than anything in these episodes (laughs) i like it but now i'm gonna have to request it every time i put a different title each time like i want a full intro Tommy needs a, his own every time and a different thing. Yeah. Eric, I want to throw it back to you, though. You've made a comment here. Uh, no energy in these episodes. What have you thought? Uh, what we, Tales of the Jedi as a whole, but uh, in the Dooku episode specifically. I, I don't know, Michael. You, know, you did a live a while back, and I made like one comment. I was like, where's the fun Star Wars? And it's just like, I like, it's fine. It's fine. And I, I've always been a, like any star Wars is good star Wars. And, and maybe I was lying to myself. I was just like, I, I don't know. It's, it's a little math for me. Okay. Interesting. Um, because here's the thing, like, especially, you know, the three episodes we're going to talk about here. Um, you know, I saw a lot of people on Instagram doing like, Ooh, would you like the Ahsoka or the Dooku more? Everyone loves the Dooku episodes compared to the, the Ahsoka ones. Like this is the big one when it comes to Tales of the Jedi. Um, Tommy, over to you. First and foremost, Ahsoka or Dooku, and also like overall, like what do you think of Dooku? I think I have to go on the Dooku side, and I think I think it comes down to it's a story we know less on Ahsoka. Especially if you watch the anime show, you know a lot of that, and it was good, but I didn't feel like I learned anything that new. 
uh, as opposed to, I think, with Dooku, at least for me, uh, not having as much knowledge on, on the Dooku story and, and how, you know, I didn't even know that it happened during, you know, while Anakin and all that stuff. I thought Count Dooku already turned long ago. So that's how much I didn't know. Uh, and, and overall, I like the tales for what they are, which is like, I just kind of treated them like shorts, you know, like little extra shorts that kind of boosted some things that I've seen. Like, uh, I think the Ahsoka episode, there was one that kind of boosted one of the episodes in the animated uh, uh, Clone Wars and kind of that kind of stuff. But it, I don't know. I, I think for me, it's like, if you want it, it's there. But I, I think I'm with Eric where it didn't blow the, my socks off. My Star Wars socks are still on. You, you They missed the, the whole you know what's the Luke kind of shoot the missile down the 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 like a wombat whatever the saying classic <laughs> Star Wars saying <laughs> Star Wars insert Star Wars words um uh well okay guys I I think I'm definitely the highest on on this uh, and I'm highest on like not to get too off track here but like I think we're kind of in an interesting place with Star Wars especially with Andor and I kind of get what you're coming especially with Andor I get what you're coming from. Uh, with like a little bit of lack of fun but i also feel like we're in these tv shows and it's time to experiment a little bit right it's not like <laughs> stapling into like the franchise it's something we're just like uh you know let's test out this genre and um i think that's something i really like about this it is very dark i tend to like darker things so maybe that's on me um what say you about that eric am i am i out of line here no no it's i mean it's it's good i like i feel like maybe like as a whole, like Star Wars and Disney, like maybe this is their strategy, right? It's like people were complaining about the, like the Mandalorian, like every time there's like, oh, a mission, do this, do this, like with that format. So now they're like, okay, let's give them a whole bunch of this other like format that's just like telling a slow story. And it's just going to make us want the Mandalorian to come back that much more. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you there. I mean, as much as I love both of these shows, I still would really love mando in my life right now mm-hmm. um but let's uh oh tommy don't don't do the hand wiggle whatever you already you got mando michael you already got this you already got the new season don't you remember the book of mando it was so good we all loved it yeah great 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 uh great series book of mando all right let's dive, let's dive into episode one here episode or, or kind of weird we talked about before they broke how they broke this stuff up technically episode two can, um, can we that for a second yeah yeah what do you think about this so when i turn on my disney plus and i was going to watch these i'm like oh cool it's gonna be like uh like three three of one person and the three of the next person then i turn it on it's an ahsoka and then there's three doku in a row and then two more so like what what was even the point like i don't understand who was in charge of this and tommy we had this conversation briefly earlier and i think i lied to you what i my thought was they actually released the episodes in chronological order. Um, but thinking about it, I don't even think that makes sense. Um, I believe Ahsoka would have been born after um, um, the first Phantom Menace. Yeah. yeah. So I don't even I don't know. I, I have no idea why they did it this way. <laughs> That's what I'm I will, I will say, so the reason this got brought up between me and Michael is because I, uh, having was not able to be on the, the podcast for the Ahsoka stuff, I actually just watched it today, all of them back to back to back in the order uh, uh, on the Disney Plus. It kind of works for me in the sense that you get Ahsoka, it's like, okay, there's hope. And then it's like, this is what she's, you know, being born into the Jedi, she's going to join the Jedi. And then it's three episodes of Dooku that kind of sets up the corruption in the Jedi. And then we see Ahsoka with the corruption in the last two. And so it kind of worked for me on a story level. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. 
but it was kind of like, here's this new baby born Jedi, bright eyed. And then let's see someone, let's see another version of a Jedi who's corrupt. And then let's see that, you know, what happened once that uh, bright eyed uh, girl was, saw some of the dark side as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, I actually, uh, truth be told, I've watched it in an even weirder way. Um, I want because I, I was going to watch all the Ahsoka episodes first. Like that's just well, we were podcasting. I was going to watch this first, so I watched one, then five, and then I said, "Oh no, these might tie together." So then I watched two, three, <laughs> and then I and then I finished off with the final Ahsoka one. So <laughs> like, uh, uh, it's a, I think everybody watches differently. I think that's what we're the point we're getting at here. Um, do you think that's the point you could just start at any point and it's a full circle star wars is a circle it just you could start anywhere just close your eyes pick an episode it's a journey <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, okay let's dive in a flat circle yeah <laughs> let's dive into episode two justice um and actually i'm gonna do this is how i did it for the last one i'm just going to basically tell you the plot of the episode and then we can talk about it as a whole um, so Dooku and Qui-Gon are going to solve a problem. The senator's son has been kidnapped by this town. Um, but, you know, they go in there. They find out that the, it's actually the entire town that had kidnapped him. Uh, they go get the son. He's, like, in a barn or whatever. And the son is like, uh, yeah, they're actually pretty nice. And my dad's an asshole. So um, uh, they end up, uh, the senator's men come. And there's basically a standoff and then a shootout. Dooku ends up like, you know, getting rageful and chokes the senator. Qui-Gon, really smart move here. He goes to get the son to convince uh, Dooku not to kill his father. And I thought that was really fun. But that is basically the gist of the episode. Very short here. Um, this was one I really liked a lot. I thought this was uh, interesting to get like, um, you know, even no beard Dooku. Like the other ones, at least he had a beard. Uh, and as well as Qui-Gon, seeing Qui-Gon, it's um, you know, a couple weird choices there in terms of like uh, Liam Neeson actually came back to voice Qui-Gon in the last Dooku episode, but his son voiced him in this episode. And I was like, I don't know. You could have, uh, I think Liam Neeson could have done both, but I'll throw it to you guys. What did you guys think of uh, this episode? I mean, I've, I've never taken less notes on something that I've watched before. <laughs> yeah. I just read all of my notes. So yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I wrote uh, the barn doors open automatically like they're on a like they're on a ship somehow. <laughs> it's Star Wars. Um, I wrote down two ton. Of course, he's probably the highlight. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. uh, how is the kid at the end? The kid promises to end their suffering. How? How is this kid going to do that? Yeah, and even even Dooku and Windu have the conversation after. Like, I wonder if anything's going to change. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know, it's like, see you later. He's just a kid, so... Uh, Tommy, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, I think it it's interesting because it's like established something, but it's like like you said, Eric, we don't see the results later. Like, we don't see, did did the kid actually do something? I guess the lesson is like, no. Like, like it's like, it, it's to show that there was, there was even corruption back then. I think it's almost to give the villains, give you the side of the Sith of like, yeah, everyone looks at the Empire, it's bad, Everyone's everyone's being neglected it was kind of still happening when the Senate was in charge too. Like, it's like, there's everyone's bad. Like, it's like, there's corruption everywhere. And I think that's kind of what they're getting across is like, Dooku's coming from a good place, even though we see later and we know where his story goes. Um, and so I like that element. I liked the story. I thought it was crazy. I'll take like, to me, I'll take these small little pockets. They're almost like little, like, uh, 
chocolate covered almonds, little little snacks. Because like I'm so sick of Star Wars where they bit off too much when too much than they can choose. Some some of these stories, like Book of Boba Fett, is a great example of like they just dive their toe into everything. That at least with this, I felt like it was a very concrete storyline. Yeah, I really like how they kind of played around with like the morals in this episode, and I think that's like nothing is really black and white here um, from any choice that anybody makes, you know, uh, Dooku from his perspective, when he's choking this man, he feels like he's protecting a young boy. Um, uh, the boy is kind of like, yeah, I don't have to go with you. Like I kind of agree with the town. The town is like, they're like, this was like our only thing we could do. And it's like, yes, you're technically doing something bad, but for a good reason. And it's like, everybody has like this gray area to them. And I think, that's something I really appreciate in Star Wars. Um, I think that's like some of the greatest characters are like that. Um, you know, like Han Solo. There's a lot of gray to that man. Uh, I, and so I don't know. Uh, Eric, are we selling you on this at all? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> is it the second, second episode is like the same. It's, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, my biggest problem with the whole Dooku arch is that we don't, see like where he's at in the process of like the anger taking over and and the dark side that they like that just seems like something that we should get if it's a story about dooku like i don't want to like the emperor shows up you know spoiler alert in the last episode um but where did that process start like we know we know all about it from anakin i want to know it from dooku i just i thought that that's something that we were going to see and i think this is something that we it's 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 there it's barely there but it's there um i I feel like it very there's a line in this episode he says uh i don't serve the senate i serve the people of the republic and i think that very much motive like lays out a lot of the choices he makes throughout all of these episodes where um he's not really concerned about you know the policies the the rules the way you have to do things he's like if i have the opportunity to help someone right now i'm going to do it and nobody's going to stop me um so from his perspective he was defending this town and the next episode he's trying to figure out because he clearly senses something horrible happened you know it's like and and there's all these hurdles in the way even window the whole time he's like i know we're kind of jumping in the second episode but he's trying to like slow him down he's like you know uh let's at least go talk to the Senate, talk to the council about this before we get too rash. And he's like, no, but like, <laughs> like these people are going to get away with something very horrible if we don't check it out and investigate. Um, and I think all of this leads up to his ultimate decision. I think the biggest jump is between the, his second episode and third episode. There's a lot there. That's a little weird, but I get why he did it. Yeah. I, I Michael, I, I agree. I think one is setting up that he cares about the people and he feels like the people two is setting up, a little bit too of, I also think the reason he goes to the set is because of jealousy. You know, he's being passed over for the count. These, you know, they put those seeds in there and it's like one, two, but then they want us to get to three. And I'm with Eric in the sense that I just need that scene of him approaching pop. How yeah. that happened? Like, I just I, want that. And I think it's a solid arc. I, I, I think he got in his ear, like, you know, why he's angry in the second episode. Like clearly they've already been talking or something. I just want like, just give me like him talking on like a little hologram to the emperor or something. Give me something. And I think they wanted that. I think the reason they didn't is in the third, they want that moment of like, Oh no, he's already, he's already fallen. Cause you think maybe he's like teetering still in that third. And then Mm. it's like, no, 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 he's, he's fully, he's fully broken bad. But um, I agree. I think that's the one thing I could have done there, but I, I do think like, 
the seeds are there. I can pick up on little things from each episode that they're setting up his con- discontent in multiple different avenues, not just like, oh, the, it's corrupt Jedi, but also um, there is jealousy. I think he wants that seat on the council, just like Anakin, you know, just mirror to a certain, you know, other uh, sit that, that goes over for similar reasons. Yeah. Uh, and again, like, I feel like you, th- there's like a whole fourth or, you know, there's an episode in the middle you're missing. I feel like it would have been a good episode. Like, how did he even meet Sidious? Like, is there like a force user Tinder where they're like, you know, swiping through and then he like swipes on Sidious and they're like buddies now? You know, it's like there is a lot there that, that, that there's a big leap. So, um, well, let, let's go ahead and jump over to the second episode here because we're already kind of talking about it. But uh, the episode is titled Choices. And this is where we get Mace Windu and Dooku. They're going to retrieve the body of Master Katri. Katri was killed on this planet. Dooku is very suspicious about it. He's like, well, how'd the senator get away if Katri's dead? Um, but so th- they go down here and Duke is basically like uh, he's down to investigate Windows ready to just go back. He's following the rules. He's just getting the body and out. Duke is like, no, I want to go to the location. This happened. I want to look into it. Um, so they end up taking him there. Um, and Duke rightfully suspects something happened here. And he, ca- he calls him out. There's like, there's no blaster bolts on the ship. Like what's going on. There wasn't actually a fight here. So somebody was just executed. And then uh, the Senator rats out the guards uh, and the senator gets shot. The guards fight. Um, they kill. I don't know if they killed them or incapacitated them or whatever. But Duca does end up killing one of them at the end. That kind of like worries uh, uh, Windu there. But uh, this, they also they end up getting the body. They go back, um, and we find out Windu is replacing Master Kachi's spot on the council. Which again, we kind of touched on. This is probably another reason why he decided to do it but even when kind of sets it up he's like hey i was down there playing ball going by the rules and i'm now on the council if you would have done the same it could have been you um so i really like this dynamic between the two um eric did uh, anything more for you from this episode or is it just more of the same i guess it is very similar yeah i mean it, it feels really similar to the first episode which is you know part of my frustration it's like you you could tell a different story and get the same point across I don't know. I mean, the the last episode is definitely my my favorite one, but yeah, this yeah. was just kind of. I mean, it it's all kind of iffy. Tommy, uh, what do you think of seeing Windu back? I know you're big big on Yaddle. You can't wait to talk about Yaddle, but I, you're right. I was I'm literally looking at a photo of her. That's all on one <laughs> corner. Well, like it's a, it's a point, but it happens yeah. to be on the photo of her. Uh, but yeah, I'm a big Windu. I mean, I think I've told this. No, I didn't. Did I ever tell that story? Because I think I messaged you separately afterwards because I forgot to tell the story of how I'm a big Mace Windu fan because as a kid, do you remember the 3D Doritos? Now they're back. When they first came out, they gave holographic mm-hmm. Star Wars. And the first one I got, the only one I got was Mace Windu. And so I said, he's my favorite Jedi from that moment on. <laughs> Eric, you know about the Doritos. Dorito? I know about those way too much. We used to, there was a, a little store on the way to, to, my grade school that we'd walk past and we'd go and buy Doritos literally every morning. And uh, I think I had pretty much all of the holograms. Yeah. It was a real obsession of mine, but uh, so, so big spot for Windu there. And I, and I liked seeing, 
I also think what's interesting about this episode in general, they showed a lot of great Jedi and folk, you know, Mace, we talked about in the past kind of being great, Qui-Gon being a great Jedi where it's like he can, you know, finagle those rules if he needs to. Um, I think that's interesting because I think like there's a lot of people that like, you know, we see with Yaddle, like that kind of agreed with some of Dooku. Like Dooku had points, but he tried to go the easy way, which is joining the dark side. It's like, you know, you can only fix it from the inside. Um, but I think with showing their dynamic, I like that they were friends. Um, and I think like it, I think everything with what I like about this is I think it's building off the last episode, very similar. And I do agree that they could have told a different, you could have got the same lessons doing a different story arc instead of doing the same story, but just teaching a different lesson from it, you know? Yeah. Here's my take. I don't like Windu. Uh, I'm out on Windu. <laughs> this is like, I don't even think I liked with Windu that much to begin with, but now he really is like goody two shoes, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm I tell a whole, yeah. I tell a whole story about how he's my favorite, how I had, and you just, Michael. He, I mean, what all he does, he's just like being a buzzkill the whole time. Like, hey, let's stop doing like he's trying to, like, he's trying to keep the episode at like five minutes. And Duke is like, come on, there's more story to tell here. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. He was just kind of a, a you know, a pest. What was so at the end of it? Um, Windu was like, he's he was talking about you know their their time on the planet and how if if Do- Dooku hadn't done like a certain thing or like been out of line. What did he do that was out of line, like, in that moment? Well, first and foremost, uh, he wanted to, like, go rogue and, like, investigate things. That that was number one. And even Windu was like, no, this is not cool. But he ended up doing it with him. Um, I think the final thing was um, he ended up killing one of the people. It wasn't really his fault, though, because he was, like, blocking a blaster bolt, and he shot it back at him. Windu, um, Windu killed the guy. It was it was the senator going down, basically him confronting the senate. Like he, what they were supposed to do is even get the intel that the senator did it, then go back, let the Jedi decide how they were going to handle it, and by right. just jumping into the conflict like Dooku did, it caused one of the senators to die, even though he was a corrupt senator. But you know, just by turning around and saying like, "Oh, something else happened here," like how were you supposed to know that? that w- what was going on was going on and the center was going to react the way he did. Like, what, don't, don't put that on. Dooku. It's, a, it's a little Monday night quarterback from, du- from Windu. Like, you know what? After we've seen the results of this. Yeah. And also uh, Mace, you killed a guy like you killed one of those guys with your, uh, you know, deflecting of the blaster. Very results oriented. Um, but no, he does, he does specifically say that, that his actions resulted in the death of somebody, which you know, again, I guess that depends on how you want to cut the cake there. Um, but, you know, I mean, Duke was right. Uh, he stopped bad guys. But then again, it's like, I think that's the fun thing about, like, the morals of these episodes, and especially these first two, is like, like, you know, are these rebels the bad guys? Because, you know, we follow, you know, we see all these people that are, like, oppressed and beaten down and, like, their planet's failing. Uh, and then they take action to do it, which, hey, guess what? That's basically the original trilogy, guys. So uh, are these guys actually the bad guys? I don't know. I think and that and, like that's the question that we don't even typically get from Star Wars a lot. Um, even with Andor now, they're, like, doubly down that the Empire... Like, a lot of people, if you just watch the real, original trilogy, like, can like come up with a defense for the empire, but like they're getting to the point where there's no defending the empire for once. I feel like in this show there's good and bad on both sides. And we don't see that a whole lot in star Wars. 
Mm-hmm. So there, there's my rant on uh, choices here. Um, I feel like we probably have the most to say about this last one. Um, so y'all ready to dive into that? Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. I will set it up. So we open on Dooku, who is deleting the information about Kamino. Um, we also find out uh, very quickly. We start to realize this is happening. This whole episode is side by side with Phantom Menace because Qui-Gon mentions that he encountered a Sith. Nobody is taking him seriously. Dooku doesn't like that. He believes him. Um, but uh, do uh, so we kind of jump a little bit uh, to, I guess, post Phantom Menace because Qui-Gon's now dead. Uh, Dooku is, is staring at a tree. He's very mad. The choices of the council and the fact that they ignored his warning about the Sith resulted in his death. So uh, Dooku is going to fly off to meet with Sidious and Yaddle end up, ends up following him. And this is when they uh, try to uh, Yaddle tries to bring uh, Dooku back a little bit. It's not going to happen. He's too far gone. And he ends up killing Yaddle. Um, I thought this was awesome. I thought this was one of my favorite episodes. Um I, I really like Yaddle as a character. I don't know if Yaddle's in books or anything. I, I don't know canonically where Yaddle stands, but it was just so cool finally like seeing more from that character. Like somebody I didn't know how Yaddle died. I don't know if anybody knew. Um and I think it's really cool how they kind of closed that book and also opened the book for Dooku. So what'd you guys think of this one? For me, uh, big Yaddle fan. It, it was a, it's been an inside joke in my friend group for years of like, we want Yaddle back because it's just it's like deformed Yoda puppet with a wig. Like it's, it was so funny to us, and uh, I, I'm, I loved having Yaddle on my screen. Do you know who voiced Yaddle, Michael? Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard, right? Yeah, seriously. Very exciting, uh, and I, I loved I loved her relationship with Dooku. Like she was kind of a friend too, and like that made it even more brutal how it went down and how she's like, "You have points. Like you're right. Qui Gon could have been like, like we can fix this." And he just is not listening. Uh, love the Yaddle stuff, uh, and then I th- the other thing I want to talk about, and we can jump back to Yaddle because Erica, you might have thoughts. Is the, the great tree? We saw the great tree back. Uh, Yoda used to sit in front of this in the Clone Wars, and now now we see a mirror of that with Dooku, and I thought that was a really nice moment. Yaddle talks normal. Uh, Eric, what do you think about that? I I didn't know this. I thought I think this was a question like with Grogu and everything. They're like, well, when Grogu, when Grogu grows up, is he going to uh, speak like Yoda? Uh, we don't know where that came from. But there have been interviews, I guess, that people said that Yoda's dialect was more so about his upbringing and his master and some other stuff we don't quite know about. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Did you have any thoughts about that, Eric? It was very jarring to me. Uh, you know, I didn't even didn't even cross my mind. I like I. <laughs> For some reason, I was just like, "Oh yeah, sure, Yao, she's talking." Um, I did, didn't even cross my mind that she should be talking like Yoda for a second. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that, uh, Tommy? Just uh, you know, I didn't. I'm with it. I didn't even realize until ju- you just <laughs> told me. I'm like, I just accepted it, and I'm like, wait a second. Do you think Yoda's just playing a fast one on people? Do you think he can talk normally, and he's just like talking in riddles because that's his vibe, like that's his thing? Or like just one day he would be like, yo, hey, it's Yoda. What's up? Let's go get a hoagie over at the cafeteria. And that's really how he talks. And he's just been pretending this whole time. He's like a poser hippie, you know, like just saying all the right things. There's no, I mean, 
you know, sooner or later, like everybody around Yoda speaks normally, and you know, he's like 500 years old. So you'd think after a while, his accent. Yeah, you think it's just yeah, you, know, you start to blend a little bit. Maybe here's my thought. Maybe maybe this is his blended version, and the way he talked before was way worse. That's like he's sick. just like it's just like a scrambled sentence. Like, I think it's the catches, it's the catches enemies off guard, Michael, because they're still gonna be thinking. They're like, wait, what did he? I, let yeah. me translate this in my mind. And by the time they translate it, he's already in front of them, stabbing them in the right. chest. <laughs> to ask Duco about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the death of Yaddle, Tommy. Um, Oh yeah. Do you do you have any final words on Yaddle? I mean, uh, very I brutal, very more. Yeah, very sad scene. Man, you want to see more after getting murdered? Well, no, not of the murder, more of Yaddle. Yeah. Uh, you know, they did this with another character in Book of Boba Fett. Like, don't bring these characters back, or you're just gonna kill them. Like, it's almost like fan service for the sake. But it's fine because I think with this one, it's like it feels justified but yeah it was uh, such like a side like funny character that was just like a meme and now they made her real yeah so this actually does something else that's very interesting so number one yaddle is this like obscure character and yaddle kind of disappears nobody knows why uh, i think they just regretted having a second yoda is is the truth of it but it's interesting they bring back yaddle they they close out yaddle's story but I thought this actually closed up an interesting plot hole that people complained about in the past where Ahsoka, when Ahsoka meets Grogu, Ahsoka says, I've only met one of your kind before. And so many people were like, what about Yaddle? Uh, it kind of solves that plot hole. Yaddle was dead before Ahsoka came along. So, I don't know. I thought that was cool. Yeah, um, I, it, oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tommy. You have more Yaddle stuff? I was going to talk about my biggest problem with this episode. Oh, please. Please. Um, I, I had to watch this like three times to, to get everything. Like the first time going through, I didn't, it never dawned on me that it was uh, happening, like coinciding with the Phantom Menace. Um, could they have been more vague about Qui-Gon dying? So they, they have this scene where they talk to Qui-Gon, he gets on the elevator, whatever. And they cut from that scene directly to this big tree and then they don't even mention that Qui-Gon has died until the like last couple lines of that thing where she says like Qui-Gon's gone. Like I had no idea what happened or where this was in the timeline. And I'm sitting there like I literally had to watch that scene three times. I'm like, did I what did I miss here? Because then he goes and he starts yelling at the Emperor about killing Qui-Gon and, and Darth Maul and all that. Yeah, no, I totally I hear what you're saying there. Um, because that you're right. They do say it, but it's like I think the scene would have been a lot more meaningful um, knowing that from the beginning rather than the end. Um, yeah. They make a couple weird choices like this throughout these episodes. Um, like in the first episode, I think that they didn't want us to know that was Qui-Gon. Number one, the voice actors is different. They didn't Number say it until the end. Yeah, they saved the name till the end. It's like, but everybody, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> who are you for here? And I, the- I, he, he looks like a young Liam Neeson. What what are you what are you trying to hide <laughs> from Kroll? Uh, yeah, and uh, oh my God, <laughs> I I think that's I I think that must be the writing whoever wrote or directed this because like you're right in every episode they kind of had that thing where it's like we kind of know but they're not going to say it until the end like I you know 
we kind of think he's a Sith because he's deleting those things, but no, he's fully gone. We've already, we missed the train, you know, and, and with the Qui-Gon, it's like, I think that was their thing. I think they were trying to go for like the show, not tell, but if people are confused and it's, it's probably not worth the show, not tell, like, it's like, cause I think they, they was like a tree, the tree before he left and then it cut to after and he's looking at the tree. And I think they mentioned like, we're going to go to the funeral on tattooing or, you know, wherever it was, they're going to do it in Naboo. Um, and that's like the only line. So if you miss that, it's like, okay, what are we doing here? Eric, would you have taken, or would you take even now, more episodes on Dooku or a longer series on Dooku? Yeah, I definitely would have taken more on Dooku. Here, here's another issue I have with the whole thing. Like, that we're getting an Ahsoka show, right? Yeah, that's, I, I know where you're going with this. Like, uh, couldn't we have done this in, like, flashbacks and stuff? Like, why did we need her story told this way? Like, there's so many other characters in this universe and you're already committing to a like a live action TV show with this character. Yeah, I think this one, yeah. this show, because it, it, it serves the Dooku stuff very well and that we're learning things about characters that we weren't sure of, how things went down, when they went down and who died. Like, I felt like it was adding a lot. Uh, the Ahsoka stuff didn't add anything at all, really. Um, you know, it gave us some context to things. Um, and if we get a flashback in the Ahsoka series of her, like, as a baby, like, how angry are you going to be? Yeah. I've already watched the, yeah. No. Already this. yeah. Yeah. I, I do think with Dooku, I could have done a full live-action series, and I actually am kind of upset that they've told the story in this way because I like watching it and I did enjoy the, this version. I could have done a full like 12 episodes season one, make it like breaking bad meets star Wars. You have yeah. a character, have yes. a get it from the inside and see him break to the Sith and like in a better way than they did in the prequels and really let that build, give that character, you know, give reasons and, and almost make us want to be on Dooku's side and then see that he's just a puppet to the emperor, the whole, like, you know, and it ends with, man you worked all this way to be something and it's just you're just at the bottom of another like organization oh it'd they, be great they gave us info but they didn't give us like important info yeah i think i think the deal and take notes for tales of the jedi season two uh disney since you're listening um this series works very well when we're exploring characters we don't know that well um you know imagine if we had gotten kai mundi or jacques t or one of these other like background Jedi's that we don't, or it's called Tales of the Jedi, not Tales of the Prequels. You could even go to the High Republic. You could go after um, Rise of the Skywalker. You know, explore Finn, like actually trying to become a Jedi. Like, there's so much you can do here. Um, and I don't know, the the choice of Ahsoka was weird to me. Yeah, I'm waiting. I like I, this is something I thought of years ago, and I like Dave Filoni needs to be pitched on like Tales of the. Re the rebellion or something like i just want a young akbar story i want to know where akbar came from um like he's got to be kind of badass he's a freaking admiral so i, I mean, want to his beginning story honestly that's that's where it's at just do stories on the, the secondary characters we no. already have so many movies and, and tv shows on the main cast the main jedi do it on the the, the, the other people like comic books do it all the time like like tom king is a notorious comic book writer who honestly takes the he likes writing the characters that people know the least about because he can 
he has more ability. There's not someone fact-checking him every two seconds like he did Visions and he, or Vision when before Vision became popular. And he did um, Mr. Miracle for DC and you know obviously the Batman series, but that was <laughs> different. But it's like, uh, that's what we need to do with this. Focus on characters, build out a world we don't know because you keep redoing the world we do know. <laughs> it's just, that's my problem with Star Wars. I've said this to Michael before. Marvel keeps moving forward and Star Wars just... It's the same timeline, just rinse and repeat different from a different perspective. And it's like, at a certain point, we need to go somewhere else. We need, we need to venture away. <laughs> I, I, I want to like just close on um, a positive statement from me, at least. Um, I, have, I have one positive statement about Dooku. Okay. I'll let, uh, yes. I, I just want to say I, I did really, really enjoy this. And I would take this over not having it any day. Um, I thought that the the visuals of this show were every single time this animation team comes back it's even better you know the original clone wars was fine they came back for the final season of clone wars it was like so beautiful and then somehow they still topped it um i also want to shout out the voice acting in this i thought i thought dooku uh the rendition of christopher lee was absolutely incredible uh they got liam neeson back bryce dallas howard like you mentioned like um it is like a lovely group of people that that put this together and i i I do think my biggest complaint is i needed more which actually a lot of my complaint is i need less guys slow down (laughs) so um i think i would rather have that complaint than something else so eric i'll throw it to you uh you got a positive something yeah i mean i i i just i would like more of dooku like i want to see more of the story i want to know where those those seeds of anger came from um we just didn't get it i'd rather have you know six episodes of dooku and no ahsoka um but i mean tommy's idea is fantastic for breaking bad like type deal that's that sounds awesome um but like uh my favorite thing about dooku i think we we can all agree and maybe we can have an argument about this Dooku has the most badass lightsaber hilt of anybody, right? I had the toy lightsaber as a kid, and this like was my favorite thing. I brought it to school and fought people on the playground with my Dooku lightsaber. And even now, I still want like uh, you know a, a recreation. I don't know if they have that at Galaxy's Edge or you know some one of these sites will make one. I'm sure, but uh, yeah. I need my curved tilt lightsaber even as an adult. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like uh, that's a uh, number one in the lightsaber draft. yeah um pretty pretty short podcast here guys um but eric thank you so much for joining us let me real quick you're feeling the same way about andor yeah it's no fun for you um i mean i'm just hoping like it's it's gonna go somewhere yeah i'm I'm there every week i'm watching it i thought this this week's episode we'll talk about it tomorrow tommy i thought it was the best one honestly I yeah, I have thoughts on Andor. You know, I I've been really enjoying it, but it's you know we'll see tomorrow what my thoughts are. Oh, no. A real burn. Yeah, I'm like Dooku standing in front of the barn defending the child, and the child is these Star Wars shows, and you guys are the senator and his army coming to shoot down Star Wars. <laughs> I was nice about it. I just want more Dooku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. that's a consensus. We- Eric, uh, you want to tell people where they, they can find you and whatever else you're up to? Um, I mean, mostly on, I don't even do that much on Instagram, but uh, our, my podcasts are, are currently on Yadis. We'll be back eventually. Uh, new Dad, Newer Dad. Uh, how you doing? Um, how you doing is on a very long Yadis. Um, 
but uh instagram at the bearded dj have you, have you guys jumped on the be reels train yet yeah i don't like this uh i do I'm, I'm loving it so far okay so people need to add you on be real is that uh i don't even know how it works well, jump you on add it, friends yeah. on there or... yeah you add friends and yeah it's a, it's a whole thing you know That's... what i had it for a day and it prompted me twice to like take a photo and both times i'm like sitting in my work desk i'm like this is not in like if you're always just going to be like my life is not that cool i don't know I, nobody cares what i'm doing yeah like monday through friday like uh half the time they they try and they get you at your desk like today was at my desk yeah. sometimes yeah. you're doing something fun but that's the whole point imagine having a fun job couldn't be me uh all right tommy anything going on with you uh no just uh no, I'm just making it my way through Naruto. I'm uh, up to uh, season two of, for those following along in my journey here. This is what you get in my content hour. I am on season two, episode 76 of, of sh the second series, not the, the first Naruto, the second one. So, uh, ooh, big stuff happening there. That's my corner, Tommy's cartoon corner. Back to you, Michael. Okay, well, real quick, because, yeah, you... Tommy would uh would plug Yaddle's OnlyFans. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes. Uh, well, you saying that made me want to... We're, we're going to have a quick recommendation, because I've been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It's incredible. I'm addicted. I'm going to go play right after this. It's my favorite thing. If you're playing that, message me. We'll, we'll link up. Eric, do you have something you want to recommend real quick? Do I need to, do I need to buy a, a PlayStation, or what are you playing on? Oh, I play on my PC, but it, I mean it's cross platform. So. Huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe I I'm can. Because then it looks like I'm working and I'm not like playing video games. Exactly. Um, I I'm really I'm I mean I'm watching everything I normally watch and nothing's really doing it for me at the moment. Maybe it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Survivor. I don't know. I'm just like yeah. yeah that, that's funny. Um, but White Lotus just started, so that's always good. We'll see where love that White Lotus. Love that first episode. Um, Aubrey Plaza, love her. So, okay. Yeah. All right. I will close this out now. Um, I like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, preferably five stars. Um, I feel like I'm supposed to be checking if anybody has left us a review so I can read it. So let me say that slowly as I pull it up. Um, uh, oh, no new reviews. Shame on you. You guys didn't do it. Audience mm -hmm. failed. Just kidding. Everyone that listens giving it is good. Y'all have been really good with the reviews. So um, no more reviews, or you don't get more of my voices reading them. That's true. Real money maker. Tommy will yeah. read the review in a in a silly uh, D and D voice. So um, <laughs> please drop us a review. It helps the show. Also, please subscribe. Uh, we're gonna be here every single week and have been twice a week as of late. Um, we will have the Andor recap out tomorrow. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Star Wars Pod. You can check our show notes for our merch and please ask for our Discord link because we got a little Discord community going on and we'd love to have you. But that is all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>